Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Vorthos Cast. I'm Jay Anelli. I'm Lorelai Weissel. I'm Brian Dawes. I'm Ashley Barrow. And I'm Carrie Thomas. We have two free preview cards from Wizards of the Coast. That's two words. <laughs> so yes, today is our special preview episode on the very last day of previews for War of the Spark. The moment is finally here. There's a new magic set? Yeah, well, not after this. This is the last magic set ever. Oh, that that's a shame. Disclosure time. I work as a continuity consultant from Wizards, so I have knowledge of the story of the set already. And I have been paid to work on the story of the set. Also, disclosure time. I am currently a freelance writer with Magic the Gathering Arena and have some advanced knowledge of this set. Just making it clear that Jay and I know things and we will be talking about some things in this episode that we normally wouldn't know about, but we know about because we work with WotC in freelance capacities. Also, disclosure time. Me, Brian, and Ashley are commoners. We know nothing. (laughs) Literally nothing. We literally don't know anything. Yes, they have just seen these cards and are so very, very confused about what's happening. So between you three, why don't you talk about our two preview cards? Merit Lage. No! No, 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 no. Our first preview card is D-Spark. It is a instant and it costs white, black, and it is a uncommon. The text of the spell is Exile Target Permanent with Converted Mana Cost 4 or Greater. And the flavor text on the card is Liliana Whispered to whatever consciousness Oketra and Bantu had left. You are the gods. He is the usurper. You know what to do. And it is in Story Spotlight Act 3. I will also describe the art on D-Spark. Um, We have Bolas on a platform next to two Eternals on each side of him, and one of the Eternals seems to be pulling some kind of energy from Bolas's chest. There is some kind of vortex form behind him, similar to his stained glass art. Our other preview card is Prison Realm. It's a 3-mana cost enchantment, 1 white, 2 colorless. It is an uncommon. When Prison Realm enters the battlefield, exile target creature or planeswalker and opponent controls until Prison Realm leaves the battlefield. When Prison Realm enters the battlefield, scry one, and its flavor text is, After millennia to craft victory, Bolas had eternity to contemplate defeat. And it is also a spotlight, Act 3. Prison's Realm art has Nicol Bolas in what looks to be the meditation plane of some, or something similar to it. It's like, grayish in the background and he is kneeling on the f- on the ground and he is bracing himself with one of his arms also on the ground and he looks decolored um it, he doesn't have the the metallic bronze slash gold luster that he has had in the past is he missing anything else and he is missing his egg his egg maybe it got crunched it hatched The spirit gem between his horns is gone. And why? What is happening? I'm going to let Lorelai explain, because I don't accidentally want to spoil any novel plot points. All right. So, at the beginning of the multiverse, we don't really know what happens. But, uh, you know, in the mytho-histories of Dominaria, 
Nicobolus and Ugin were born from the Ur-Dragon. And that started a huge fight that has lasted up until now. So obviously both of these cards occur at the end of the story. This is kind of the climactic end to Nicobolus's plot and his ambitious follies. So Liliana Vess, whose demonic packs were brokered by Bolas and then defaulted back to him when she killed her four demonic masters, has been the general of the eternal army that Bolas built on Amonket out of Lazotep's zombies. They were brought to Ravnica through the planar bridge that he acquired on Kaladesh from Tezzeret and Rashmi's work. The Eternals are these super soldiers, but they have a very specific function in Bolas's plan. They can kill a planeswalker, absorb their spark, and send it to Nicol Bolas when he starts casting what's known as the Elder Spell. This is the final piece of his plan to regain his godly power that he lost during the Great Mending. So Liliana's job is to animate the zombies and the Eternals and keep them alive off of Amonkhet so they can go about their planeswalker slaughtering duties. What's really neat in this art is that we see two of the god eternals. Because remember, Bolas had the scorpion god kill the other gods except Hazaret who escaped on Amonkhet, and the four of them were also embalmed in Lazotep and brought with the eternal army, which is terrifying and super cool. So Bantu and Oketra are up on his citadel with him, and the problem with Liliana's contract is that she cannot disobey Bolas or else she will immediately die. All the time that she has spent young again and powerful again will be taken and she will revert back to what she should be at this point in the story, a corpse. <laughs> Which is super not cool for people who want to be alive, like Liliana. But here at the end on the Citadel... Liliana finally decides to take her life and her death into her own hands. And she turns around to Bolas and says, You know what? I'm done. Not gonna let you be a god. And so she turns the god Eternals onto Bolas himself, a deception not even he predicted. So Bolas, the Elder Spell nearly complete, obliterates Oketra a god to be destroying a god that was. It's beautiful. But Bantu gets there right at the moment. And like consuming Razaketh with the crocodiles in the Luxa River, Liliana commands Bantu to clamp down onto Nicobolus. And she bites him, the one god who willingly, previously, acquiesced to his plans now defying him with Liliana, and Bantu rips out his planeswalker spark and explodes. This does, though, break Liliana's contract with Bolas. And what happens to her will be left to whoever else previews whatever card that may or may not depict that event. Holy crap. Yeah, we we don't want to spoil anyone else's preview cards. <laughs> oh, so there are wow. other things going on in Act 3. What we can tell you, though, is that Nicol Bolas does end up in the prison realm, which looks a lot like the meditation realm, except with Ugin horns in the background instead. 
and that's probably because it was Ugin's first. Nicol Bolas's brother traps him in the meditation realm. This time, no hope of resurrection because you're not a godlike being lingering beyond the rift. But the meditation realm is where a now desparked and powerless Nicol Bolas will have to spend the rest of his days with Ugin as his jailer. Wow. Alright, so thoughts and reactions. That's freaking insane. So, hold up. He's a dragon, but they still have to eat, right? And the meditation plane didn't have its own, like, wildlife or anything, did it? <laughs> uh, you know, that's a really good point. The counterpoint is Ugin's still a planeswalker and can summon things and is very powerful. Why would he, though? Yeah, but why would he do that? Like, I get he's his brother, but, like, dude has tried to kill you multiple times. Like, I, I will also point out that Ugin is the one dumb enough to be like, I'm going to study these Eldrazi. I'm going to trap them away and then, like, pieces out for 5,000 years. <laughs> well, that that's that's slightly different, like... He wants to study something that's more powerful than himself. Like, I, I kind of get that, but there's not much studying left to do on Bolas. Like, he, he gets what he is, and I, I don't know. Maybe that would be some kind That would, oh man, that'd be all sorts of cruel and unusual, but yeah, whatever. It's, jeez. So I assume the egg is related to the Elder spell, and that is why it is missing. And that is how it hatches. The spirit gem does have something to do with that, yes. I'm still going to call it the egg. <laughs> it's fine. Who gets to crunch it, Jay? Who gets to crunch it? I, I'm sorry. No, there are a lot of very cool things going on around these events that you will have to pick up the novel or... I don't know if there are another cards previewing some of the other events, so I don't want to spoil anything in our cast if someone else has a preview that hasn't come out yet. But I will say there's a lot more going on here, even than it seems on these two cards. And it is going to be a crazy ride. So I am very excited for you all to see the rest. If you want to know more details about everything else that happened, we will have an episode on War of the Spark Ravnica, the novel by Greg Weissman, in the near future. I worked on that novel, I'm credited in the novel, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But the Nicol Bolas chapter of the story is now behind us. I will also say these are two good cards, like two mana removal spell. And a three-mana removal spell. Well, three-mana Oblivion Ring-esque. Plus Scry 1, which is very cool on the Prison Realm. Honestly, I like that about that card a lot. Yep, it's it seems really good. I don't think either of these cards are as good as in Bolus's Clutches, which was our preview card for Dominario, which ended up being the best limited card in the set. Yeah. Which I still think is funny that we got it. But uh, these look like powerful cards, and you notice both of them can deal with Planeswalkers, and there are 36 in this set. I will also say it's very interesting that D-Spark is targeting Bolas in the art, but it exiles target permanent with converted mana cost 4 or greater. You can hit every Bolas in standard, correct? Because you can hit 
the actual creature Bolas. It can hit a lot of things, like the Immortal Sun. It does a lot of work. I would be very surprised if neither of these saw any kind of play in Standard. D-Spark seems really powerful. Like, all of the marquee Planeswalkers right now are cost four or more. I mean, it, it also, like I said, it also hits things like the Immortal Sun or a lot of the other things. It doesn't hit Carnage Tyrant. It, it seems like it it could be very, very good in the Standard, and Prison Realm is pretty good also, but I think D-Spark is going to do a lot of heavy lifting if Black-White is any good. We appreciate the opportunity to preview this finale of this long gestating story in magic if you are interested in learning more about magic story follow our podcast we also have a patreon so final thoughts i really like the symmetry with bolus and the meditation realm in this defeat when we saw him return he returned from the meditation realm and now he's back there even worse off than before for me, I think my favorite part about the conclusion of this story is that we get a definitive end to Bolus's reign. He is not a planeswalker, which means he is not a threat. He is locked away in a prison realm that he cannot escape, a world with almost nothing on it. So you don't have to kill him, which means, because like most serial storytelling, if you're not dead, there's always a chance. So I, I like that this definitively gets rid of Bolas for however long Wizards wants, but if they ever really wanted to bring him back, he is still alive. And I don't know how they would do it, but one day, maybe. I'm just going to give him another egg to crunch, and you stole my final thought, because I was totally going there <laughs> my final thought, Lorelai. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. And then you stole mine. Give me quite a few years before they bring him back, though. Yes, I would enjoy plus or minus a decade. Agreed. <laughs> All I know is that they better have Joira giving him an egg to crunch, because Ugin has gone mad with power, and they need a counterbalance in the, in the multiverse. My final thought is, what is he going to eat? <laughs> <laughs> really caught up on this, Brian. I am. Like, You're the kind of guy who gets mad about the Flash's secret prison, too, not having bathrooms. Yeah, like, what is he going to do? Like, he's immortal, sure. No, I don't even know if he's immortal. Like, dragons are long-lived, but they're not immortal as far as we know. He's, he's a regular elder dragon now, and yeah. a bunch of them are dead, so. I do have to say, if Ugin really wanted to make his prison life miserable, he could feed him humans. It do taste bad. <laughs> I don't like that ending either. I want him fed something else. My final thought is uh, hashtag Bolus's egg is gonna hatch 2K19. My final thought is if you zoom in on our card, in the very, very background, you can see Tatsuko Umazawa. She's just ready to dice this dragon up. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish that was in the art now, honestly. If only. <laughs> Like, hey, you remember my great, 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 great grandfather? All right. Thank you all for listening. This has been the Vorthos Cast.